Hi everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the GitHub Community Cast. Uh, my name is John O'Bacon and in each one of these I'm going to be joined by a special co-host guest. So I'm delighted for the very first one that we've got Amy Palantin on here. How are you doing Amy? I'm doing great. How are you doing Jono? Ah, living the dream, living the dream. <laughs> so let's first of all talk about you. What do you do at GitHub? Uh, I'm an engineer on the core application team. Um, so we sort of deal with Backend engineering around availability and, and scalability of github.com. Awesome. So making sure that the engine's ticking over. Yep. All making the time. sure it stays up. That's what we like. <laughs> For so, sure. Awesome. Well, we should probably explain what this is all about. The idea is actually fairly simple is that, you know, across the GitHub world, there are just thousands and thousands and thousands of awesome communities doing really incredible things. People are building. Uh, software and frameworks and games and socially impacted projects and even curating lists of interesting stuff. There's just so much going on. And we really just, you know, the community is really central to everything that we do at GitHub. So we want to shine the spotlight in some of these projects. Um, so on each, each episode of this, we're going to have a guest and we're going to talk to them about what their project is and what they're working on. But then we're also going to get into their workflow and, and how they've built it and what challenges that they face and how they've solved different problems. So hopefully you can just, you know, for you folks listening, you can check out some cool projects, but then you can also learn some techniques and approaches that might be handy in, in your own projects as well. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, we want to really kind of bring together the best of what's happening in the GitHub world. So we'll be sharing news about features and events and interesting case studies and stories and and things like that. And you know, we want to mix things up a little bit as well and have competitions and maybe some panel discussions and a little bit of behind the music where we'll talk to some GitHubers about how they build GitHub as well. So, yeah, that's the basic plan. Looking forward to doing it. And uh, does that sound like a good plan? I reckon that sounds pretty great. All right. <laughs> uh, well, this would be a great time if you said, no, that sounds like a terrible plan. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. <No. laughs> so uh, before we get into it, um, I'm just going to share with you who we've got as our first guest on the show. Later in the show, we're going to talk to a guy called Andy Miller, who is the, uh, the, the founder and lead developer of an interesting uh, flat file content management system called Grav. Andy originally comes from the Joomla project. Uh, I met him at the Joomla uh, World, Congress, uh, World Conference in, in India um, four or five months ago. Really cool, interesting person. So looking forward to, uh, to talking to Andy later on. But without further ado, any final words or should we just get on with it? It's, yeah, let's just roll on. Let's do it. All right, it's been a it's been a busy few weeks in GitHub land. It has. It's been pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> Good times. What has been shipped in the last few weeks? You know, one thing that I saw, which I I'm so excited about, is the reactions. Oh yeah, that's um, super cool. Because people, you know, I've not been at GitHub for very long, and uh, people, even in the short time that I've been here, people have been complaining about the fact that they don't have a good way of indicating if you like something with outside of kind of spamming issues. So the fact that this has landed, so for those of you who haven't seen this, it's basically on an individual uh, issue post, uh, you can select essentially a reaction, a plus one, a minus one, a heart, a smiley face, and a uh, uh, um, party, party, party thing, yeah. Ta -da. Um, and then when you do that, it basically aggregates it. So you can see like which comments uh, have got which responses. Uh, and it's it's really neat. Yeah, so. it's a super super nice way of just dropping in and showing some appreciation for some work that's been done or yeah. um, whatever it is uh, without filling up <laughs> somebody's thread with threads with lots of comments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's super nice and it's super fun. Yeah, and 
I'm looking forward to when hopefully it will be exposed in the API because then, for example, you can determine a kind of a quality metric to, right. to, to, to certain types of comments. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so that's reactions. We quite like that. Um, what else? What have you seen that you quite like? Well, we also shipped uh, issue and pull request templates. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and this is this is really neat. So now we support if you drop a .github folder in your repository, um, and inside of that we can just have markdown templates for issues mm. and and pull requests. When somebody opens an, an issue or a pull request inside of your repository, it'll basically just take that markdown and. Um, put that in the body of the of the issue, which yep. is great because now you can ask your community members specific kinds of questions, like <laughs> for an issue, like what was the bug? How do, how do you reproduce it? Have right. you tried writing a test for it? Right. Like all of these sorts of things. Um, <laughs> Have you thought this through? <laughs> yeah, it's super helpful. It's it's uh, the thing I like about it as well is that. Uh, in other systems where where this has been put in place, it does notably improve the quality of the reports that you get in. So, and the fact that you can tune it, I think, is really neat. Yeah. So, and I really like it because it's per reposit- repository, you know. Yeah. Um, so you can have like very different sets of questions you want to ask your users yeah. based on you know the kind of uh, project that you're working with. Yeah. So. Very cool. And then, of course, another thing that landed was the uploading large files into repos. This is super slick. You can just drag and drop yep. onto the repository, and and that's it. You're done. Done. <laughs> I love that. I love that kind of. Um, I love that kind of the ease of being able to do stuff in browser, uh, yep. as opposed to. I mean, Git is great, but um, you don't necessarily need to use it in all situations. Right. So. You know. uh, so yeah. Especially combined with uh, Git LFS as well, you know. Yeah. Um, so this is a really interesting. An interesting mix-up. The dream is real, people. <laughs> the dream is real. You heard it here first. Um, we should probably also mention a couple of cool events that are going on uh, to be aware of. Um, so CodeConf LA is happening um, from June 27th to the 29th in Los Angeles. Um, this is... I've never been to a CodeConf. Uh, have you been? No, I have not. So, but this one is going to be very much focused on systems engineering projects, practices, and programs in the open source community. So that kind of like that connective tissue between technology <laughs> and people, which <laughs> which is always fun to kind of talk about. It sounds like that's going to be a big a big focus of that. And of course, it's in LA. So, yeah. you know, pretty accessible place by air, train, rail, and hovercraft. <laughs> And on April 5th, we've got Git Merge in New York City, mm. which is going to be a super fun event. It's a, kind of a, a melting pot of like all of the Git uh, big players. So we've got Atlassian, we've got GitLab, GitHub, Bloomberg, Compose. We've got a whole lot of people who are um, coming to talk about like how uh, these companies work with Git, how they scale Git. Um, yeah, it's pretty uh, cool. There's yeah. a pretty impressive lineup of speakers as well. Like. Greg Crow Hartman from the Linux Foundation talking about the kernel. There's Emma Jane Hawking Westby uh, from UN. You know, there's there's all kinds of different people here, which I think is going to be really neat. So yeah, um, super neat. So if you're like super into you know Git internals and yeah. um, and all things Git, then this is definitely yeah. one to get to. This is the upstream goodness. So. Very cool. Well, we'll be uh, we'll be back in the next, of course, in the next episode of this, we will have more news. Uh, and let us know on the SoundCloud page what kind of news you're interested in. Are you interested in features? Are you interested in events that are going on? Are you interested in case studies? Definitely let us know.
Okay, so now on the show we've got a founder and lead developer of Grav, Andy Miller. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing really well, Jono. Good, good, good. Well, thank you for joining us on this inaugural podcast. Um, so, a lot of people who listen to this won't know what Grav is. Can you just give us the 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 the, the sales pitch <laughs> for what it is when you tell people about it? Okay. Well, it's um, it's really an alternative uh, CMS platform um, from the you know the common and popular ones that you're all well aware of. Right. Um, it really focuses on uh, speed and uh, flexibility, and um, it actually does this by being a flat file CMS. So there's no database to you know to rely on, um, and it uses a lot of existing uh, technologies and libraries out there, so I didn't have right. to rewrite everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's really just uh, uh, just a way to to be able to build websites um, easier in in a simpler fashion than than you may be used to. And, um, it, it it seems like flat file CMSs have become all the rage. Uh, what is it about the flat file approach that you think is particularly interesting, which is why you wanted to do that as part of Graph? Well, um, this whole thing sort of started when I was experimenting with a documentation system. Um, and that was actually um, based on on all the documentation being stored in uh, GitHub. Mm. And we wanted to be able to pull that, that uh, documentation into the website. So we built this system that basically took the mark down and you know, processed that into HTML and displayed it as a documentation system. Right. And, and this sort of, you know, sparked the idea, well, you know, why don't we build an entire website with this kind of, you know, metaphor rather than, you know, just for documentation. And gotcha. it just sort of sprung up from that. And then I started looking around and, you know, there were quite a few existing systems out there, but none of them really fit the bill. Right. You know, do everything I wanted it to do. So you've come from the Joomla project, um, which is another CMS. So what were some of the design considerations that you have brought over from your experience on the Joomla project and sort of applied to to Grav? Well, um, you know, Joomla is, is a very um, powerful system. And with that power comes uh, some complexity. Hmm. And one thing that we were finding... Um, with our our uh, rocket theme uh, users was that the um, the the general web trend was to move was was moving towards simpler sites right. so instead of these large complex sites people just wanted like this one page site or just a mm-hmm. few and Joomla was overkill for a lot of these people mm. uh, and there really wasn't a good solution that that really fit the bill for these smaller sites where they didn't need all this extra functionality, they just wanted to be able to build something exactly as they had, you know, you know, designed it. Um, instead of trying to trying to fit fit their website into the platform, right? Which is the way you kind of have to do it with you use WordPress or Joomla or Drupal or whatever, you kind of have to change the way you were going to build it and build it in the in the way that the platform kind of works. Right. Um, and you know, Grav is. Is a different approach to that. It's really the actual core of Grav is very simplistic. It just stores your pages uh, as folders and files, just like you would work on them on the file system. And then the template actually is really, really flexible and allows you to render those however you want. So that's how we are able to make Grav morph into a lot of different 
um, types of websites. So, for example, you know, documentation websites really great to be built on top of Grav. Right. Um, you know, blogs, one-page sites, corporate sites, uh, you know, shops, you know, listings. All of these things are just basically regular pages with a template to render it a certain way. That sort of thing is really hard to do in uh, Joomla, for example, right. uh, without a lot of custom components and so forth. And again, that just starts adding complexity. Right. So Grav is written in PHP, is that right? Correct. And I'm sort of wondering, wh- why did you choose to go down the PHP route? There's a lot of like uh, examples of like modern CMSs that are built in Ruby, so I'm interested to hear mm, how, yeah. how you made that decision. Well, actually, it's a very simple uh, choice for me because that's the language that I know. The <laughs> See, I was going to say, I, <laughs> I know reason. PHP. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because um, uh, Joomla is a PHP platform too, and I've been you know, developing on PHP a long time. Right. Prior to PHP, I was a, a, a Java developer, um, but I really didn't want to go back there. PHP is just so... Um, you know, commonplace on all these hosting providers, and Good point. I wanted to make sure that that you know, Grav was accessible to as many people as possible. Very cool, very cool. So, I'm a little bit biased in this, but one of the things that I thought was most interesting when I first looked at Grav um, was you're building a real community around this, and and GitHub mm-hmm. is very much part of that. Uh, and obviously, we're passionate about building really strong communities as part of the GitHub. Uh, ethos um maybe you could just delve into a little bit i mean this started out as something that you you built uh, or that you started on and mm-hmm. you and you've grown this community out so what does that community look like today and where does github fit into the mix there well um github is you know basically you know the, you know, the hub it's a central part of, of the whole project all of the the repositories that um make up uh, um you know the project are hosted there Right. Um, so we've got the primary, you know, Grav project, which now has over three thousand seven hundred stars. Um, so it's a very active right. project. Um, that's there. Plus, we have about a hundred other repos, which are um, plugins and themes, predominantly. Right. Um, we've built a lot of themes and a lot of plugins to provide people with, you know, examples and. Um, right. You know, you know, like they help them um, get started. Um, so you know, GitHub makes that happen. Um, all of our um, tracking of issues is handled through that. The uh, documentation site, like I said, is 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 a GitHub repo, and uh, we use uh, post hooks to basically um, hook it into the live uh, documentation site. Right. So as soon as someone, you know, so that actually lets people. Uh, correct the documentation and contribute to the documentation. And as soon as we merge that pull request, it's automatically live on the website. So it's a huge portion of that. Very uh, cool. Yeah. So and is 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 that community? I mean, one of the things that I think is neat about Grab is that you've got this package management system built into it, right? And yeah. So do you have? How is your community kind of broken up into different pieces? Do you have like a core community that works on the CMS itself, and then you have individual like you, you you have the individual plugin kind of communities or like not, is it divided up into different groups or is it much more it's, loose it, it's not really divided up uh, like that we we have um, a sort of a core team which is primarily made up of uh, developers from uh, rocket team right um, which is my other company and they sort of help out where where they're needed 
and then I'm sort of the the person that's focusing on it the most. Um, and then we have uh, community co uh, contributors, so people that are active in the community providing, uh, you know, testing and fixes and so forth. Right. Um, we have a, a translation team, which is a separate sort of group of people that are not really I may not be so so technical, but they are contributing with translations. Is that like string, like translating the strings inside of Grav itself? Yeah, it's it's. There's not many strings inside of Grav, but the admin plugin we have, which is basically you know the you know the GUI, which most people are um, more comfortable with, gotcha. that has a lot of strings, and we have um, um, all that hosted on Crowdin, which is um, a translation service. Cool. Um, and they all, you know, jump on there and you know join that team and, and help us there. Cool. I'm um, curious about the developer workflow that you've sort of set up within your project. I notice you've got Gitter and uh, you're using Travis CI. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's what are the sort of lessons that you've um, been able to learn from bringing that in and uh, engaging your your community with that? Well, um, you know, I've been you know, um, building uh, communities for many years now as as one of the founders of the Joomla project, we sort of built built the Joomla community from, from scratch. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of lessons learned there with, you know, related to communications with the community using forums and more of an instant chat. Um, and then with, you know, Rocket Theme, like a big part of that was to build the community of, of Rocket Theme users and the forum became a central piece of that. Uh, with um, um, Grav, we wanted to have a bit more of a rapid um, communication style. So although we have a forum uh, on the Grav website, our main sort of communication uh, methodology is is sort of live chatting with um, Gitter, hmm. which is obviously hooked into um, um, you know, to GitHub pretty closely. So that allows us to be able to reference issues really quickly. Um, it's got like a live sort of stream on the side of all the commits that are happening. People can see those and click on them and they can get links straight into GitHub to the, to the commit and everything like that. So the integration is really tight. Um, and we use, you know, you know, the GitHub functionality too for, you know, a lot of pull requests. We constantly tell people, Hey, you know, you want that change? You know, how about a pull request, you know, help us out. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of, of, um, of, of, of tools that we use and Travis for the building is a combination of, um, you know, the regular Travis stuff that's you know, running some uh, test use cases and things like that. Cool. And, and, and also calling scripts that we have to actually do the, do the building. There's not too much to the build because it's a flat file system. Right. Um, basically you can take a, a, a grab install and zip it up and send it over to someone and they extract it and it's going to run just as it was intended to run just, you know, exactly the same which is awesome right um and it's super convenient especially if you come from a background where you have to worry about database dumps <laughs> everything. um so we don't have that but there are portions because we use um vendor libraries like um you know some, some symphony libraries and some libraries for right. handling uh you know markdown and so forth and a lot of you know twig for our templating language and so and so forth um, we do have to run some composer, um, 
you know, scripts to be able to build right. up the, the libraries to to create a package that is installable by people because the stuff we store in uh, GitHub doesn't include all those vendor libraries. Obviously, it'd be a waste of space and keep right. everything would be a nightmare. So there is that for the build. And but, every, you know, but there are tools that we you know that we use and and uh, take advantage of to make the whole process easier. That's awesome. And one of the things from my um, surreptitious uh, googling about Grav is that. From what I understand, you use the Gitflow branching model. Is that correct? That's correct. That's 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 a personal prejudice um, that sort of uh, has come about because I was comfortable using that. Now, this is something that I hadn't heard of until I was. I think I was at when I first met you at the Joomla conference. Someone mm. gave a talk on that. So maybe you could just share with our listeners what that is and why it works well for Grav. Well, it's just kind of this mechanism um, that is um, uh, built on top of Git uh, that that sort of is a workflow. So you you work um, you know, with a certain branch, okay, the develop branch, and that's where you put your like working changes. And then when you are ready to do um, you know like a release and say, okay, you know, rubber stamp it, this is the version, um, you um, you actually um, do this in release as a branch and then it, it, it gets merged into the master. Right. Um, and then if you want to work on a piece of functionality, the, you, you, you basically do a feature branch. So you can work in this branch and it's in this you know, features um, subfolder type, type of mentality. It's just, it's just a pathing. Right. Um, and you can work in this branch and then, you know, and then people can, can help you there. And then that, you know, when you're happy with that, it's merged um, back into the develop branch. So it's just kind of like like a system of of branching, and there is there are tools to make this easier. I don't even remember all the commands from the command line because all the tools that I use support it now. So like um, a source tree, for example, um, which I commonly use, or um, Tower right. uh, clients. There's just these, you know, buttons. So I just say like new feature, and I and then it creates the branch for me, and I work on the feature, and then when I'm done, I just you know finish feature. It automatically merges it all back in, um, and then the same for the release. So when I'm ready for the release, I just hit the release button, and then it, I fill in some, some things. I do a commit, and I say finish release. Very cool. So it, yeah, it's just all in the background happening, and it just keeps uh, keeps things sort of in sync. And especially when you're working with lots of developers, it's just really nice. It's how the magic happens. <laughs> yeah, check out this particular feature. You know, check out that particular feature that I'm working on. It's cool. Just, it's really nice. Awesome. Hey, so Andy, if somebody wanted to get involved in Grav, where is the best place for them to look? Well, the best place is to check out, you know, the the um, the um, uh, Get Grav website, and um, on there, there's even a little chat icon at the bottom and you can click on that and it launches the you know, the Gitter chat right there so you can just start chatting with us if you want to ask a question or cool. how to get involved um we've got the forum um you know you, you can do that you can email us whatever we are super accessible we've got twitter obviously we use twitter right um a big part of this project is you know involving the community as much as possible right and if you go on the forum you'll see that there is probably not going to be too many posts that are you know that are just uh, questions there is obviously um a lot of people that are willing to help out because that forum is full of people you know responding and it's, it's 
very active. Yeah. And Chad is very active, and I and I hope it's it, it you know remains a very fun place to to hang out because I can't wait you know to, to wake up in the morning and to jump on the Gitter chat and see you know what I missed during the night. Because yeah. there's usually a lot of conversations going on, and it's 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 just a fun sort of feeling to be at the start of a of a of a project like this. Yeah. Um, it's exciting because people are excited. That's super rad. Yeah, that's awesome, and it's just the it's the spirit of what open source is all about, right? Is that exactly exactly know, that sense of like you say, waking up and and seeing what people have been doing and and building something together. So yeah, and the people are excited to help each other. You know? Yeah. So that's that's a really cool feeling. So it's not full of of people with negativity. Right. Everyone's everyone's positive. Yeah. Well, thank you, Andy. You have been, I think, the ideal first person for us to interview on on this show. So thank you for joining us and all the best for the future with Grav. And we'll maybe catch up with you soon. Great. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for the call. So there we have it. That was the first episode. It seemed to go, right? Yeah. It didn't. I think it went okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're, we're new at this. And uh, I want to say a big thank you to, to, to Drew and Patrick and the AV team for twiddling the knobs and the buttons and all the rest of it to make it sound good. Uh, also, a big thank you to Brenna, James, and Susie from the creative team to make uh, the, the SoundCloud page and everything else look good. Thank you, of course, to Amy for... No, thanks for us. having me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good time. Well, definitely, if you're, if, you're, if you're up for it, we'll, we'll have to have you back on. Um, one of the things that's really important just to emphasize here is we want this to improve. You know, like podcasts, you always start out one way and invariably improve and refine and get better. So please definitely go and and share your feedback on, on our SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com forward slash GitHub Community Cast. Uh, let us know what, what, what segments you find interesting, what people you'd like us to talk to or topics you'd like us to cover. All feedback is good feedback. So... Um, and the next show is going to be out in April so um, stay tuned and we'll be back thank you take care everyone